what's going, going on, guys? guys? Welcome, Welcome to another episode of the Turf Toe Show, presented by TurfToeShow.com. It's only, two, it's only two of us this week, because one guy decided he wanted to go to Detroit and go deal in the misery up there, pit of misery. Right. <laughs> but I'm Mike Floyd, joined as always with Mr. Stephen Harris, who's out there yes, in the sir. desert again. Just, I don't know why. Desert? I, yeah. You in like, the mud? <laughs> <laughs> rain, sleet, snow. Well, right. not really I'm snow. Like nah, ain't no snow. I mean, you might get a little little ice. Maybe. I mean, it's still it, it's still September, man. There ain't no ice or it, it still hasn't gotten below eighty five degrees. Man, so. what was it like one hundred ten the other day? Man, it, it was one hundred ten for the past two months. <laughs> I wouldn't know because I work inside like a bum. Right in the I, AC, wearing hey, a jacket and shit. Hey, it ain't never gonna change because I'm completely comfortable in there. There you go. But, uh, where you fit in? I was I was looking at some stuff for us to talk about for this week for the since it's week one of the NFL season. We missed the Atlanta Philly game, but I'm kind of glad we did because that game was just complete garbage. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, did we really miss anything? Did, I mean, there wasn't. What was the score? Eighteen to twelve. Yeah, eighteen and twelve. The Eagles won that one at home on their uh, their banner reveal day. Matt Ryan, he went 21 of 43 for 251 yards, one interception. JJ went 15 carries, 62 yards, two TDs. Julio Jones did Julio Jones type stuff. 10 receptions, 169 yards, zero TDs. Just another one of those weird, not weird games. We should be used to this. So Steve Sarkeesian ran offense. I mean, they march all the way down the field on the first drive and take Julio Jones out the game on the goal line. Which is ridiculous. I literally, Why would you do that? If you go down my Twitter timeline, everybody, everybody's like, what are you doing? You, your best player, who's obviously going completely off right now, you have him out the game. Right. Not hurt. Just, nope. yeah, just pull him out. Just pull him out. He needs a rest. Like, that's not the time. That's not the time to pull your guy out. No. Even if you're, even if you're not going, even if you're not going to run the play to him, Keep him in the play to keep the defense guessing. Yeah, exactly. like don't just completely take him out and like, oh, okay, well, maybe they're gonna run. It. They're gonna give it to Devontae Freeman. What well, is the thing? Like that play, they literally had eleven guys in the box. Eleven guys. Everybody <laughs> knew. Everybody knew it was gonna be yeah. a run play right up the middle. Like, just spread the guys out. Stop. Yeah. I, I don't understand why NFL teams they get to the goal line and they all want to just run it right up the middle. Like, no, just stop. No. It makes those things. But uh, Nick Foles did Nick Foles-type stuff. 19 of 34, 117 yards, one interception. I mean, we all kind of expected that. I mean, Nelson yeah, Aguilar <laughs> went one for one for 15 yards. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good stat right there. He had the best quarterback rating on the field last night, so I'm just saying. All right. Maybe they should uh, put him at quarterback instead of uh, Foles. Yeah. Uh, Jay Jaihe, um he didn't really – he played, but I think he that foot's been aggravating him because he came out the game a couple times. Devontae Freeman got shut down. Six carries, 36 oh, yeah. yards. That was just sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Top receivers, Julio Jones still. Darren Sproles showed up a little bit. Got to, you know, run around. He had five carries to 10 yards, but, you know, he's like 180 pounds. Right. He's just – he gets hit, he's done. He yeah, just has to get in space and take off. And let's see – Matt Bryant for the kicker for Atlanta, who I was running in one of my fantasy leagues, he just decided to miss an extra point, which is just unexcusable. Just I don't get him. But I think it is. That is. I don't understand how. Uh, 
how these. I mean, I, I know they moved it back a little bit, but it's still not that far. No, it's not. You have like one job, and the thing is, the, the special teams guys—they're not gonna try to hit you because they don't want to get that penalty. Mm-hmm. So the odds of them actually blocking it, like they do in college, is not really that high. Yeah, you can't jump over the center anymore. They took that out. You can't. On the Palomalo rule. Yeah, you can't. You can't do any of that stuff. Let's see. Um, some notable things for uh, fantasy wise. Uh, if you had Devontae Freeman, uh, he hurt his knee in a fourth quarter against the Eagles. He says he's fine, but I don't believe players when they say they're fine. I uh, wait till the actual medical reports come out. Uh, Calvin Ridley got completely shut down. He was targeted twice within a quarter, a single reception. So if you have him in a dynasty league, um, I, I wouldn't drop him yet. It's the first game, but it might be something to look at. Yeah. And so do you, do you think? Uh, do you think this was kind of kind of a crappy game because it was a Thursday, a Thursday game, or the first game of the season? I think it was a. Crap- it was just not really ready. I think it's a crappy game because of the offensive coordinators, because both defenses okay. showed up. Like, we, oh, yeah. we all knew that Philly defense was going to be pretty good. I didn't expect Atlanta's defense to be as good as they are. I mean, they yeah, they were playing against Nick Foles, but then again, he kind of is a Super Bowl winning MVP. True. But So it's like it's like one of those weird things. Like, he is a Super Bowl MVP, but it's Nick Foles. So which one do we right. go with? <laughs> do we give him that respect, or do we remember that he's also a backup quarterback? Yeah. And then on top of that, being a backup quarterback, there's reports coming out that um, what's that dude's name? What's the what's the starter's name? I just, it literally just oh uh, Carson Wentz. Carson, Carson Wentz might not even be back for a couple more weeks after the Eagles have been talking about all offseason that he'll be ready week one. Now a report right. came out last night that he might not even be ready for maybe till week three. Right, that changes the whole the whole narrative for the beginning of the season for the Eagles. Oh yeah, most definitely. Because I just thought it was pretty fun to see uh, Ian Rapper tweeted it out last night QB Carson Wentz is expected to play for a few more weeks and everyone is okay with that nothing more important than the health of the franchise face of the franchise my thing is it's you've been going on for weeks talking about well I don't know who's going to start but yet you already knew that Carson Wentz was down right I mean right. the the guy he, he makes off balance throws like he literally lives and dies by his legs we all know he has a strong yeah. arm but he he destroys defenses because of his legs and if his knee's not stable he can't make those throws Let's see who else. Besides the dumb play calling, we had a bunch of dumb stuff going on in the NFL. Uh, so I'm sure you heard by now the Raiders are just destroying their team. They don't care about life. Oh my god! As a as a lifelong Broncos fan, I I love this. I love this. The Raiders have always been crap. They they never know what to do. The the fact that they got to the Super Bowl the one year and lost to Tampa Bay, I, I still don't understand how they did that. <laughs> <laughs> and lost to their ex quarterback or sorry ex coach that they traded to the Buccaneers yeah. to a team that re- he just he just came in and took over and okay we're the Super Bowl now we won I I I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand what he what he's thinking I, it it's I it's is Gruden being I don't see it's weird because I don't know if we can blame this all on Gruden because it seems like the GM didn't want to trade Khalil Mack. From everything that he said so far, and then everybody that's like all the big industry guys, like the news guys, yeah. they're all saying like, hey, they really do think that, what is, um, what's that dude's name? The uh, GM? The freckled dude? 
Uh, I gotta look it up. I'm not sure. Yeah, whoever that guy is, he, like when they're doing interviews, when it's like, yeah, that was not in the plan. We weren't planning on trading him. And so, oh, Reggie McKenzie. Yeah, Reggie McKenzie. So it's like he didn't want to trade him, and then Gruden comes out talking about like, oh yeah, he's a great player, but when the deal with the Rams went down, we just couldn't do it. So it's like. You have a once in a genera- generation player. You developed this dude into what he is now, and you didn't want to pay him. Like he's doing what you trained him to do. Right. This guy was the the rock. This this yeah. guy was the man on their defense. I mean, I know he was a beast. He got five sacks in one game. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's absolutely no reason that they should not should not have paid this guy. They I mean, you you saw you saw as soon as he got traded, they gave him the biggest contract that any defensive player he's ever had. Dude, that Bears defense is going to be crazy. It is going to be crazy because they realize what the hell they just got. Yeah, they gave up and, a what's it called? What is it? I just added up. They exchanged a 2019 first round pick and a first, third, and fifth round picks in 2020. Oakland was sent a 2020 second round choice and a conditional 2020 pick in addition to Mac. So essentially, you got a first round pick. Uh, Cleo Mack, he was he was he a first rounder when they drafted him. Uh, I want to say I'll, I'll double check that right now. But yeah, if he was the first, I mean, they just traded the first round. I mean, yeah. I but the craziest part was that I heard that the Rams were making an offer for him. If they would have landed him, that would have been the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, it was the first round <laughs> pick in twenty fourteen. Yep. So I I don't get what. The Raiders are doing. I mean, I understand when they cut Martavius Bryant because Martavius Bryant just being stupid. Mm-hmm. But did you let a a player like Khalil Mack, who's going to go down to the Hall of Fame? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. The way he's playing, he's he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's this dude is going to be this dude is destined for big things in 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 his career, and it's still it, it's still a short career. He has it's not like he's been in for uh, all that long. What four years? Yeah. Four or five years, something like that. Mm-hmm. He still has he still has a lot left in the tank. And I, I just grew to talk about like, oh, the defense wasn't that good, anyways. Like, and you think it's better now? I mean, their defense is better than their offense. Their car really wasn't doing shit last year. Their offense <laughs> is going to be so bad. The only the best player, the only player I'm looking at in that whole offense is Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> You're not even looking at Amari Cooper. I'm not looking at anything at Amari Cooper. <laughs> because they just added Brandon LaFell, so who's going to play a slot over there? Who's going to take targets away from Mark Cooper? That's true. That's true. And then, I mean, I, I was just reading all the reports saying Amari Cooper was playing hurt last year, and that, that was his his excuse or however you want to you want to put it for his production last year. But Mark Cooper has had excuses since he came into the league from Alabama. That's all. <laughs> he's he 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 was able to hide these inefficiencies because a lot of they. I think he came out when um. Was he there when Ingram was there at Alabama? I'm not sure. I think he was. He was there when they had that big string of running backs that came out. He was around yeah. that same time. So it was like, it, you didn't really have that much pressure on you because they were trying to stop those tanks coming out of the backfield. Right. But yeah, so now they got, they have the oldest team in the league, which is hilarious to me. So <laughs> they're, they're like the Cleveland Cavaliers of the NFL. There's a bunch <laughs> of old bodies with an old school coach who hasn't coached in 10 years. Talking about, oh, I'm not really making a hundred million dollars. Like my guy, we understand how taxes work. So, right. it's like, come Boom. on, man. we still know you're making a shit ton of money to cut everybody on your team. Yeah. Oh, we we couldn't pay him, but uh, 
we'll pay we'll pay OG, uh, TJ Clemmings from the Redskins and Justin Murray from the Bengals off of waivers. <laughs> this is a bunch of bums. And who else is in it? Because you got the Broncos, you got Chiefs, and who's what's the other team? The Chargers. The Chargers. Yep. So the Chargers. I mean, ah, their defense is looking really good. I like their defense. They're missing. Yeah. They still got uh, Keenan Cole out there. The, the the thing I feel like the Chargers are always missing is just the receivers and and the thing to get them over on the offense because it always seems like Philip Rivers is going to ball out. Yep. But somehow all their receivers get hurt throughout the year, and Philip Rivers still makes whatever receivers come in look decent. Mm-hmm. But there's still third, fourth string receivers that you know you can't you can't you can't do much with in the long run, and that's that's what always seems like you know holds them back. Yep, they brought back their uh, uh, their father time. Brought back Antonio Gates. They had to because Henry's hurt. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling he was going to get hurt because he got hurt last year too. Yeah, yeah, he did. Like, uh, I mean, Melvin Melvin Gordon's going to be good. Oh, Melvin he's Gordon's about always, to eat, bro. Melvin oh, Gordon yeah, is about to eat. I was reading a thing the other day. They said the um, the usage rate for Melvin Gordon was on par with fucking um. Damn, I'm, I can't remember anybody's name today. The dude with the Rams. Todd Gurley. Oh, Gurley? Todd Gurley? Yeah, they said his usage rate was around the same. But wow. he, he quietly did it. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I like that. Then you got the Broncos are finally coming to their senses and starting that running back. That's Yeah, they named him the number one starter, but then they're also saying it's still going to be more of a, a, a committee thing with Devontae Booker. They, if, if that coach does that, he's an idiot. <laughs> Royce Freeman yeah. should be the starter. He should have every carry. Just get, just feed him the ball. Just I think he should, especially, especially uh, going up against a Seattle defense that yeah. is decimated. Yeah, <laughs> there's nobody on that defense. Because to be honest, you, I picked the Broncos to beat the uh, Seattle this week because Seattle literally has nobody right now. They should. They absolutely should. Yeah, they should win that game. They should win that game. I don't want to say easily, but. It shouldn't be. It, it shouldn't be too hard. It shouldn't be like last year because you actually have a, a somewhat of a decent quarterback now in Case Keenum. You have right. Emmanuel Sanders who stepped up. You have mm-hmm. um, uh, damn, I cannot remember anybody's name. Demary Thomas. Ah, uh, Demary Thomas. Well, he's still there, floating around. What's, what's the new kid that y'all just got? Oh, Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton. That's the one I'm looking for. He reminds yeah. me of like a Juju. Yeah. yeah, he's just a big dude, and they. Him and him and Keenum showed a lot of chemistry in, in training camp and uh, through practice and stuff like that. So I mean, they get to the end zone, they throw it up to him. He should be good to go. Yep, I was looking at this uh, report from FootballGuys.com. They're saying Sutton is the most exciting rookie receiver in the class. Big body receiver who can play above the rim. Broncos seem like the idea of using three wide receiver sets to get Sutton on the field may catch only forty passes as a rookie, but as a red zone target, he can snare five seven touchdowns, which can be great for him. Just give Sanders oh, yeah. a work in the middle, marching down the field, and then just throw it to Sutton in the back of the end zone. Yep. That's what I would do. We'll see if that's what they decide to do. No, uh, they're, <laughs> they're going to do something stupid. Right, right. They were like, oh, Royce Freeman is running the ball? Yeah, no, let's take him out. We're going to take him out. Uh, bring, in, uh, bring in Booker. Bring in Booker. It's his time. Oh, no. he, he's a no. veteran. We got we got to give the veteran his time. It's like, no, you don't. Right. No, you it's the don't. NFL. <laughs> Nobody is buying a Devontae Booker jersey. Right. Stay with the hot hands. So, yeah. 
Now, staying on the topic of running backs, everybody's favorite topic is Le'Veon Bell, how he's holding out. We all knew he was going to hold out. I mean, I don't understand why people don't take these players at their word when they said they're going to do something. Well, I I didn't think he was going to hold out till possibly fucking week 10. That That is insane to me. So my thing is, nobody, his agent technically didn't say till week 10. Right. If, if I'm not mistaken, I don't remember him saying... Hey, there's a possibility he'll stay up to week ten. I think that was everybody else stating that. I I might be wrong on that, but I think that was just like all the talking heads stating a he might stay up to week ten. I'm gonna see if I can find out what is what his agent actually said. Okay, get a better context. While you're looking for that, the um, fantasy wise, James Conner is supposed to start in the opener. Uh, there's. He he was there last year, but he was pretty injured. He was dealing, I think, with cancer in his hand or something like that. So he didn't with really get the, in his hand. Yeah, it was something weird, some crazy injury that he had. Let me look it up real fast. I know he had some type of cancer. Wow. But yeah, he was down all last year. But now everybody is like all on him. They're just jumping at the bench. They're drafting him. I'm looking at this from two different points of view. I can see it from the the season-long fantasy, and the daily fantasy. I personally am not picking... I'm not gunning after James Conner because he's an unproven back on an offense that has way too many weapons in the passing game. I don't know if this guy can block, and and if everybody knows that he's a rookie running back, they're going to be gunning for him, especially that Cleveland defense. That Cleveland defense, that front line is looking really good right now. The only place that they suck is in the middle of the field. Right, they have the uh, Steelers should be able to exploit that. Oh yeah, they're definitely going to exploit that. Because, but if you got um, once again, I can't remember these guys' names. Uh, what does it do from the D line for the Cleveland Browns? Uh, he was hurt all last year, but ah, dang it, I'll remember in a second. It'll pop up to me. But he he's finally coming into his own. That D line is actually looking pretty good. And what's crazy is I'm looking at the lines for the, the Vegas lines. It's creeping that way. To where it's not if before it was like a sh- for sure thing that you know Pittsburgh was going to blow them out of the water, but a lot of guys are starting to say that Cleveland might be able to sneak this game from them. Right. So back back to uh back to the Le'Veon Bell discussion. Basically, you're right. It, his agent didn't say week ten or any specific date. It just said, uh, quoting Bell, he has every intention to make the best statistical uh make this the best statistical season of his career, but. He uh, he's not committing to showing up on any specific dates. Exactly. So all these yeah. ESPN reports somehow he might not come to week ten has got people scared. They're dropping right. him left and right. I think it's retarded. Even if even if he was supposed to show up on Wednesday, I doubt he was going to get all the carries in the first game because he didn't do that last year when he held out and showed up for week one. Right. He didn't get all the carries. He got like ten yeah, carries so and that was it. Yeah, it's not like he's just going to walk on the field after no training camp, no practice. Yeah. Just go. So I can see him showing up on Saturday and be like, all right, I'm here. Let's go. And they still, they might still not play him because he hasn't had that chemistry with the team, but I'm pretty sure it won't take him long to get it. My thing is, how's how's the whole dynamic with him in that O-line now that a couple of those guys decided to pop off at the mouth talking about another man's money? Right, right. And that's... That boggles my mind, bro. And it, well, I mean, in the NFL, it's supposed to be a no-no, man. You're supposed yeah. to just, you're supposed to be a team. You're not supposed to comment on other guys' money. That that's always seems like that's been the code. 
And now like, these guys are coming out and saying all this stuff. That's, that's going to create uh, – it's not going to be a good dynamic Dude, when he does come back. Well, the worst part is one of the guys that was talking trash is the union representative for the team. So a guy that's supposed <laughs> to help you get money is talking trash about you trying to get money. And he's talking all right. about like, oh, you know, I'm making this amount, and then you got to be making this amount. It's like when you go up and – I think it's Ramon Foster. When you actually add up what he's made over his career, he has made more than Le'Veon Bell has. So you, you got, got your, your money. money. Why, Why can't this guy, guy get his, his money? money in a position right, that's, that's not guaranteed? Right, and that's all he's trying to do. Yeah, is it is it Ramon Foster or Ruben Foster? I really don't care because nobody's buying his jersey. Nah, it don't matter. It yeah, don't matter. it's like you're an old lineman. Just shut up and block. Like in that situation, <laughs> I think it's nice to say, just shut up and block. Oh, we do this for him. We're we're the ones that make the holes for him. It's like, yeah, your your whole job is just to push a guy out the way and then fall on. Mm-hmm. You don't have to run down the field and take giant hits. You might get a concussion here and there, but you just got to be fat and stand up. <laughs> it's like I've never seen old Lyman interviewed so much. Like nobody cares what they have to say. Because no, once they start right. running their mouth, this is what happens. Bunch of bums. So when do, when do you think when do you think he'll show up? I say Saturday. Saturday? I say Saturday because... One, he won't incur the fine. Two, he already knows that they're not going to play him on week one. So that's at least a week off his body that's not going to destroy him. True, true. And three, it gets everybody off his back. So when he goes to the free agency next year, because he's going to get paid next year. Yeah. Uh, What I don't get is it's everybody's like blaming him, but they're not blaming the Steelers. Because the Steelers created this problem for themselves. Right, this could have been taken care of, what, two years ago? Yeah. They, 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 they could have signed this guy and gotten this all taken care of, but no, they decided to franchise him, franchise tag him for the past two years. And I was saying that the, the players signed the, the CBA, but the guy that's running this, this, the, the players' union for them is an idiot anyway. He's always mm-hmm. losing the money. But this is the only way that these guys can get paid. I mean, and I, I heard um, Shannon Sharp talking about it. No, my bad. Actually, Nick Wright. Nick Wright, I rarely agree with this guy, but he was like, nobody said anything about Aaron Donald holding out. None of his teammates. Nobody said nope. anything about Cleo Mack holding out. Nobody said, like, all the big money guys, like Antonio Brown. This is, Antonio Brown finally said something yesterday. But the guys who are worth that kind of money, you never see them say anything about another guy holding out. It's always the other guys who are riding coattails trying to get a Super Bowl. Yep. That's exactly what happens. So I just think that the Steelers, and it's the GM. The GM's coming out talking like, oh, well, I'm disappointed he's holding out. Well, you don't want to pay him. What do you want him to do? Exactly. You know the guy wants a contract. Yeah. And and they try to do the whole thing, oh, Odell didn't hold out. Well, Odell's situation was a little bit different because he hasn't been franchise tagged yet. Right. He was trying to get it before he got franchise tagged. Now you're trying to do do the Kirk Cousins to this guy. And then you're going to mess around and get this guy paid in the offseason. That's ridiculous, right. man. <laughs> Let me see what else was going on. I had some other news that popped up. Uh, but yeah, like, but uh, back to the James Conner thing. I'm completely fading him in, in uh, Daily Fantasy. I think he, everybody's going to be on him. They're all going to be expecting some stuff from him. I'm, I don't trust it. I don't like running unproven backs. 
you know, in daily fantasy. No. Even if you might go off no. like 300 yards, I still, I'll take that L. Yeah, it's, it's still too much of a risk. And everybody could sleep on Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's defense was actually pretty decent last year, except for their stupid angels in the outfield safety position. Whenever Greg Williams figures that out, they'll be all right. Right. Just retarded. Oh, I'm going to set my safeties back like 80 fucking yards. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rex Burkhead, he's coming back. Don't really care about that. I drafted him, but whatever. Teddy Bridgewater, he got his deal. Nice. Right. He restructured it, so, you know, it might be losing a little bit of money, but whatever. Help him sign later on. Nothing else has really been going. Not, not that I can think of. Nothing else has really been going on, right? Uh, Sam Darnold got named the starter. For the Jets, which we all kind of figured was going to happen. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. See how he how he does getting just thrown right out there. I mean, I, I think he'll do all right. I Let's think see it'll be the, spectacular, uh, but. the youngest quarterback um, to ever start or something like that. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Well, after, all the reports coming out of out of coming for the draft was he was the most NFL ready quarterback. Right. So I can see them why they did it. And then it seems like Josh McCowan's like, whatever, dude. I'm still getting paid. Put the kid in. Yeah, well, why, why would Josh McCowan care? He's been in the league, like, what? Probably almost a decade now. And yeah. just sitting on the bench, collecting checks. Yeah. Come in and play a few games here and there. Uh Oh, well, this one just popped up on the radar. Richard Sherman, lockout's going to happen when the CBA expires. Huh. Let's see. The current CBA between players and NFL owners is expired until after the 2020 season, but there's been rumblings that the players may dig in their heels in order to get certain economic changes, including more guaranteed money and contracts. Uh, the owners locked out players for four months in 2011 offseason, but the sides eventually hammered out a 10-year deal before the regular season was jeopardized. Wow. Okay. I could I, I could see that. Hell yeah. I hope they can I mean, just, just, yeah. Just try to get more money, like like you said, more more guaranteed money on those contracts. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Michael Kendricks pled guilty to insider trading charges. <laughs> Faces twenty five <laughs> years to prison. Sucks for you. Yeah. Get that Martha Stewart stuff going. Right. I mean, he's he, he always going to be one of those uh, nice posh prisons. Of he ain't going to be in the in the San Quentin or anything like that. He's going to get room service and get his bed made every day. He ain't going to be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> So, bro, so are there any uh, fantasy players that you're targeting or any players that you're targeting for this Sunday, for the Sunday games coming up? Because I saw you had, what, uh, a couple of Atlanta guys on one of your lineups, but not that many. Yeah, no, I just – so basically all I did was yesterday um, I, I was just sitting around, so I had to make a couple little random lineups uh, real quick. The only one that worked out was – well, I, I did – First, I was just a DraftKings, uh, the showdown or whatever the one with the captain is. Mm-hmm. That, that's all it was. And the only one that really worked out was the one where I put uh, Julio Jones in the captain spot. So we got that 1.5 uh, bonus or whatever. Yeah. Now, so, you know what's crazy about that? Uh, huh. There's a lot of guys like these uh, these touts or whatever. The guys are supposed to be fantasy experts. They were mm-hmm. telling people not to do that. Really? They're saying hashtag never Julio because Julio hasn't been getting touchdowns, but Julio went off. So if you decide to play Daily Fantasy, yeah, you know, you can kind of listen to these guys. But if your gut's telling you, hey, I think Julio's supposed to be the best guy on the scene, play Julio Jones. 
Yeah, he didn't score a touchdown, but he still he's productive. Yeah, he had over a hundred receiving yards. Yeah, which, which I mean, that's that's enough points right there. It gives you a bonus <laughs> too. Nice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I don't get with some of these guys, man. Like they're some of these guys are also stating that um, the 49ers should be able to beat the Minnesota Vikings. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think I trust uh, Garoppolo that much. I mean, he's, he's, we're looking at only five games for him so far. Exactly. And what the Vikings didn't, did they not have like the best defense last year or one of the best defenses? Right. NFC Championship. It's like, I don't care how I mean, good Kyle Shanahan is, there. but it's like, come on now. They, they've, they got a, a better quarterback. Their defense mm-hmm. is back healthy. They're getting back their run game. The 49ers don't have a run game right now. They brought in, obviously you don't have a run game because you brought in Alfred freaking Morris. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be the savior. You yeah. might get get a few touches here and there, but he's not going to be the savior for them. For me, on on uh, the daily fantasy side, I know a lot of people are like touting Christian McCaffrey because he's supposed to. The coach talking about they want that giant workload for him. Mm. I'm actually going after Leonard Fournette because really, I like Leonard Fournette. Quietly had a really good season last year. He had a lot of volume. Blake Bortles is garbage. Yeah, the Giants, you know, D line is susceptible to the run. I think they're just going to feed it to him because they're the top receivers down. Nobody knows how many targets are going to go to these other receivers. No, I think that the Jaguars' defense is going to lock down the Giants' passing game, so it's going to become a run game for the Giants as well. I just think mm-hmm. that Leonard Fournette's just going to run run around on this whole team. He should. I mean, like he he should. Uh, there's there's no reason for uh, uh, because based on this matchup, there's really no reason I don't think for uh, the, the Jaguars to do anything else. Because like you said, uh, Marquise Lee's hurt. He's done for the season. He was their number one wide receiver. Yep. I mean, what do they got? Keelan Cole. Westbrook. Keelan Cole. Yeah, and that's another thing. A lot of guys are jumping on the Keelan Cole trade. I'm like, uh, I'm not too quick on that one. I like him. He had he showed up late in the season last year and had like a two touchdown game and but didn't really show it after that so I, I would be wary on that i wouldn't jump on that yeah right now the line set at jacksonville uh negative three over under yeah. 42.5 so it's looking like vegas is a group maybe about the jaguars mm-hmm. uh, another game that the the touter spitting out is the Bengals colts game and i kind of agree with them on this one the Bengals defense is well is, is improved you playing against uh, Andrew Luck, who still hasn't really thrown a deep ball yet. Nope. Who you got? T. Y. Hilton, who I drafted in one of my leagues, who's completely dependent on Andrew Luck doing the deep the deep ball. The Colts don't have a run game. I can't name another receiver on the Colts offense. The Bengals <laughs> actually have Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard. The Colts can't stop the run. The Colts can't stop the pass. Andy Dalton's about to look like a world beater. I don't yep. see how you don't play anybody for this. I'm not playing. I'll play probably T.Y. Hilton just for shits and giggles in just one lineup in a, in a tournament. Mm-hmm. And then I'll probably play a little bit of A.J. Green because I think he will go under on because of the, you know, you got Michael Thomas, you got Tony Brown out there, guys like that. Right. But anybody else, anybody else from the Colts? No. I no. refuse to touch yet. Not, not until Andrew Luck shows that maybe he has a little something left. I mean, he hasn't. He hasn't played in an NFL game in what a year and a half. Yeah, and he still looks like garbage. And it's, and it's his throwing shoulder that's that's been messed up. And last year, I remember we talked about it. 
they were saying, oh, he's going to be fine. He's going to come back. And then he just never came back. Yeah. They just kept putting it off. The injury kept somehow getting worse. And he never came back. Yeah. So who who knows exactly how he's going to be uh, in this first game, especially especially if he takes a hit and goes down on that shoulder. Yeah, exactly. And it's brisket time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kobe brisket. <laughs> I mean, and uh, I feel bad for Jacoby last year because he barely had time with that playbook. He got traded about halfway through the season. Yeah, he did. So now he's had a whole offseason with the playbook and everything else, so he might be a little bit better, especially if Andrew Luck just happens to go down. I don't want to see him go down, but I've never been an Andrew Luck, you know, fan. Right. Like, ever since he came out of college, everybody's like, oh, he's the second coming of such and such. Like, no, he's not. Yeah, he's just a, he's just a guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, had the four, he was the fourth highest QB during fantasy in 2016, but... What did that, that do for me in the past two years? Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Nothing at all. Uh, some other games that are going on. You got the Bills at the Ravens. I don't know what the fuck they got going on in Buffalo. I don't know what the hell they're smoking up there. I don't know. I don't I, I don't get They got Nathan Peterman as their starting quarterback. I was just about to say that. The guy who, who destroyed their season last year in one game. Throwing five picks in the first half. Five fucking picks. Now, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I doubt he could throw five picks again in the first half. <laughs> but are you, are you putting down a challenge? You, you can't. You can't do it. You yeah, like I said, like you can't. Like there's no statistically, you cannot do that again. You would think, but you're playing the Ravens, who you know are going to harass him. They're going to harass mm-hmm. the crap out of him. The only other player on that team, the only good player on that team is Shady McCoy. He's dealing with a nagging injury. He's, they already stated he's going to play week one. Because I, I think that whole little case thing or whatever that's going on, it didn't really make any traction or they're still investigating it. So he should still be out there. The Bills' O-line just sucks. The Bills' defense is garbage. They're going to make Joe Flacco look great. Oh, yeah. But no, no, they, they really are. Let me rephrase that. They should make Joe Flacco look great, but we all know how Joe Flacco gets, and he'll show up and throw 18 interceptions. Oh, you threw five? Here's six. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, yeah, it all depends on which, which Joe Flacco decides to show up for this game. Yeah. If we finally got a running back out there, you know, Alex Collins, he should have – the Bills cannot stop the run. So Alex Collins should have a good day. If fantasy uh, daily fantasy wise, I would pick him up. He should be the chalk. Like a lot of people are gonna have him, just because of the Bills line is just dumb. The Ravens defense is gonna be chalk as well. Yeah, because they got um, they got Fat Boy out there as a receiver, and he's not gonna do anything. Who? Um, the dude that came from the Panthers that was talking trash about Cam Newton. Oh, that's right, right. The, uh, Funches. Yeah, no. is it Funches? Uh, Benjamin, no. Benjamin. Yeah, Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah. Yes, fat boy. He can't lose, lose any weight. Ooh, it's not my fault. I can't catch the ball. It's like, my guy, you've been uh, in the league for a while. It kind of is your fault that you can't catch the ball. Uh, Cam Newton took, took him to the Super Bowl without you. I don't, I don't think you're necessary. Right. And they lost. Yeah. I mean, it's it was it was, it was bound to happen, but, you know. It was. I just want to make sure everyone knows that they lost that year to, <laughs> to my Denver Broncos. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> Peyton Man was all juiced up. When you have a broken neck that you're playing with, you, you got to do something. Hell, the, the juice is loose. Uh, let's see. Jaguars, Giants. We already discussed that one. Steelers, Browns. Um, I'm taking the Steelers still. I still don't trust the yes. Browns. Steelers should win this game. 
Um, Ty guy though, he should should be all right. Oh yeah, he's, he's gonna be real efficient, real efficient. I just want to see what the head coach Ty Haley's gonna do. You know, first year coaching his team because Hugh Jackson is just a fucking figure. He's like Jason Garrett. He just stands out there right. clapping. Actually, who do you think will take it in the Jaguars Giants game? Because I'm taking the Jags on this one. I would take the Jags too. I don't. Besides, I mean, besides Saquon and Odell coming back, I don't see any real, real improvement no. uh, on that team. Um, Odell again, he's he's coming off injury. I don't think that. I honestly don't think his injury will affect him too much. But again, he's going to end up really being the only. Only, only weapon they're going to have on the offense besides Saquon. Yeah, they got Sterling yeah, Shepard and they got uh, Evan Ingram who cleared concussion protocol. But okay. the Jaguars have two great cornerbacks. Exactly, and that's what I'm getting at. So they're going to they're going to try to shut it down. So Saquon might have a nice day. Uh, Bengals Colts. I'm going Bengals in this one because I just don't trust the Colts. I mean, they yeah. they got a new coach and everything, but I just don't trust Andrew Luck yet. Yeah, I would go Bengals also. Um, yeah, Andrew Luck is just not trustworthy. Neither is that entire team. Really. Yeah. Uh, Titans at the Dolphins. I actually have some interest in this game because the Titans got a new coach. They, they're not doing the fucking exotic bullshit that they were doing before. They got an improved defense now. The Dolphins finally got Fitz, not Fitzpatrick back up, but uh, fuck Tannehill. Tannehill back. Their starting receivers went down. So, I mean, I, the only reason I'm looking at this game, I'm looking at Danny Amendola. Okay. I think he's going to get a lot of garbage fucking pa- uh, targets, and he's going to catch them because that's what he does. He catches a bunch of garbage. Yeah. And he's just going to start stacking it up. Uh, Kalen Balaj, I don't think he's really going to do anything for him. Titans-wise, Derrick Henry's out there. He's consistent. I don't like Mariota in this game. I've never really liked Mariota, but it's whatever. But I'm still taking Tennessee in this one. I don't. Adam Gaze mm-hmm. is a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, see, Niners, Vikings... I gotta go Vikings, man. I I can't I can't see a situation where the 49ers can beat them. No, and like like I was saying before, they they already lost uh McKinnon, who was gonna be their, their number one running back mm-hmm. for the 49ers. Uh we're talking Garoppolo, he's again, it's only five games. He only played five games last yeah. year. And it's not like he won all five of those games. No, he did. Um Did he win all five of those he games? He went undefeated in those five games. Oh, well, I'll take that back. <laughs> it's still only five games. <laughs> well, there's uh, that that Vikings offense and the Vikings Vikings defense is is it's stacked a lot better. Yeah, it's stacked. It's a lot better than than the Forty ers offense. And so it, it's going to be Vikings. Yeah, uh, they're going to come up with some trick plays or something like that. I mean, yeah, you got Pierre Garçon and you got Marquise Goodwin out there, but I don't I don't know. I think they're going to take this away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas okay. Patriots. I actually like this game. It was a high scoring game last year, so if you're doing daily fantasy, it might be something to target. You got uh, TB12 who does his thing out there. You're going to have Gronk out there. You're going to have Chris Hogan, Philip Dorsett. And that's actually kind of funny. I'm actually targeting Philip Dorsett in a couple games. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think he's going to get a lot of targets, bro. I think everybody's going to go after Chris Hogan and Rex Burkhead when they draft mm-hmm. him. But I am I think Phil Dorsett's going to be, if you need a cheap punt for a wide receiver, I think he might be worth a flyer on. Mm-hmm. But uh, you also, okay. on the Texas side, you got Deshaun Watson back, who's just was phenomenal in that game. Yeah. Lamar Miller, you got DeAndre Hopkins. Will Fuller, I think he's still dealing with an injury, but he should play. But I know with the Patriots, they try to take away your number one weapon, which is DeAndre Hopkins, but it hasn't affected him. 
So no, he's still he's still gonna get his. He's still gonna get his. He might not get a touchdown because the Patriots defense defensive mindset is bend but don't break. They'll let you get all the yards you want, but if you don't score, it doesn't really matter. In real life, fantasy does, but real life it doesn't really matter. No. So I'm taking Patriots in this one. I just think they, I I think they'll just be out game plan. And Texans always have that injury worry on their side. Like you never know who's gonna get hurt. No, you don't. Is JJ White even playing? I I don't know. I haven't heard really anything about JJ Watt this offseason as far as his status. Yeah. But I haven't really paid attention uh, to it either. So I mean, maybe if I haven't heard anything bad, he should be in. Yeah. But let me actually look it up right now. Because we we all know Deshaun's playing. He looked pretty good during the preseason. But while you looked that up, I'll go to the next game, which is the Buccaneers at Saints. This should be a bloodbath. Jameis is suspended. There, there's, there's nobody. There's nobody. Here. You got fifth <laughs> on the Mike Evans. The I mean, <laughs> that's just horrible. Drew Brees. Uh, the, the all right. The Buccaneers defense. Their, their pass defense, defense is horrendous. Drew Brees should have a freaking field day throwing to Michael Thomas. Fucking just literally everybody on that team. Like he's they're, about to make people <laughs> look amazing on that team. Let me look at their roster real quick because there's a couple guys I was targeting on there too. I mean, Michael Com- Thomas, they still got uh, Ted Ginn, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, they got Kamara coming out of the backfield. Cameron Meredith got oh, him. Good. You got Traquan Smith. I mean, they, that ball should be spread all over the place. And like you said, I'm a Kamara. He should be running the ball. Mike Gillespie's down there now. I don't think he's going to get a lot of touches, but he's going to be down there. He'll probably get a lot of goal line stuff so they can save, you know, Kamara taking those hits. Right. You got Benjamin Watson as a tight end. So, on the Buccaneers side, the only person I'm looking at, I don't know if you saw in our chat earlier, I'm looking at Peyton Barber. Yeah, so you're talking about him. Uh, the reason I'm looking at Peyton Barber because I, I think Fitzpatrick, he went to Harvard, we all know. Mm-hmm. He's his 14th year in the, C, the, the NFL. There's a reason why he's bounced around all over the place. Peyton Barber took the starting job for Ronald Jones and Jaquiz Rogers. Mm-hmm. The only other player on that team that's decent is Mike Evans, but he has, like, again, Brian Fitzpatrick throwing to him. Deshaun Jackson has not shown back up. We have no clue where he's been at. Cameron Bray, nope. he might do some damage. O.J. Howard might do some damage. I think Peyton Barber is going to have a shit ton of volume. And in Daily Fantasy, volume is everything. Yeah, touchdowns are great and sexy and all, but like you saw on DraftKings, if you get, I think it's like 200 rushing yards, it's something crazy. Once you get over, I think, 100 rushing yards, you get, like, bonus points. And that's right. what you want. And, yeah, you get a good little bump up. And if you can't get a touchdown, get someone that's going to get you the volume. Yep. And the thing is with that, everybody's saying that uh, they don't want to run him because they're thinking that the Buccaneers are going to be playing from behind. Okay, that's fine and dandy, but if Ryan Fitzpatrick can't throw the ball, they're going to run it. Yeah, because that's going to be the only thing they can do. Yeah, so I'm taking definitely taking the Saints in this game, but I'm definitely – or for the pick'em games, but for uh, player-wise, I am looking at Peyton Barber. Chiefs-Chargers should be a great game to target as well. And this is the reason mm-hmm. why. Chargers have a decent defense. Patrick Mahomes is erratic. I don't think he he's good, but I think he's also bad at the same time. <laughs> so they might burn you for a touchdown with Tyreek Hill or whatever, but I still think he's going to throw a crap ton of interceptions. And he's going to right. do a bunch of stupid stuff that the Chargers can capitalize on. You got him. I just forgot his name for the Chargers QB. Oh, uh, Phil Rivers. You got Phil Rivers out there. There's a game manager. He's 
He got his boy back, Antonio Gates. He's just going to lumber down the field, catch the ball because it's just drawn to him because he, I don't, I don't see how he does it. I mean, he's just going to be, he's going to be that Jason Witten. That that's what it's going to be. Just like boom, 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 done. Yeah, I got the ball and I'm going down right here. Yeah, where I got the ball. They got Melvin Gordon who's quietly just, just running the ball all over people. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you still mean Henry's down. They still got Keenan Allen, who's a beast. Even though Keelan Allen doesn't play really good against the Chiefs. And then uh, on the Chiefs side of the ball, the, the person that I'm targeting is their running back, Kareem Hunt. Oh, yeah. Because I think he's going to bail them out. If they do win this game, I think it'll be because of Kareem Hunt. Yeah, well, I, what is, I mean, I, I can't think of anything uh, anything significant about the run defense of the Chargers. So if he, if he gets going and Andy Reid doesn't pull one of those things where he just, oh, we're not going to. We're just gonna stop using him. Yeah, and decide to throw the ball. I think I think they'll be all right. Now that, that's what will give them the chance. Yeah. Um, people are talking about I Sammy mean, Watkins, I, but I don't know. I don't know why people are still talking about Sammy Watkins. I really don't. Oh, was how do you? I mean, how do you, I was gonna say, how do you feel about about Mahomes? I mean, he's he's a rookie, and this is gonna be his first. Well, he started in a game last game last year. But this is gonna be really his. This is gonna be like his opening day. This is gonna be his first. Big, big start opening a season. How do you feel about him? I personally don't like gambling type quarterbacks. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at like from a daily fantasy side, because that's what I play mostly on. His upside is like his potential ceiling is through the roof. Mm-hmm. So he can get you a crap ton of points, but he can also hurt you a lot. And we saw that when he played Atlanta in that preseason game. He burned him for what a 70 yard touchdown pass. Yeah. But he, he also threw what an interception just Dropping back, just couldn't, just stupid decision. So I'm hoping that Andy Reid, being the offensive genius that he is, can get that fixed. But I think that Mahomes is going to gamble a little too much. Right. He's like what, what's his face? Uh, Johnny Manziel is, was, but a little bit more efficient. If that okay. says anything. That's just me personally. I didn't watch any film of him coming out of college. I lo- there's a lot of guys that love him. I just don't see why yet. <laughs> Uh, Seahawks Broncos the Broncos are literally playing a scrimmage game against the Seahawks Seahawks literally have nobody they got yeah. Russell Wilson yeah. who's going to be scrambling for his life yeah I mean, with Russell Wilson with Doug Baldwin yeah I heard Doug Baldwin and That's it. they got Rashad Penny and CJ Procise but you know what? and Chris Carson I think Chris Carson finally got the starting job yeah uh, Brandon Marshall he somehow made the team Tyler Lockett's out there. I just, fantasy-wise, I don't think this is a game you should, uh, the Seahawks is not a team you should chart. Russell Wilson, yeah, I could see using him. I mean, he's going to get you points. He always does. I mean, he's just effective that way. On the, I would rather go, if you're going to get anybody from this game, if there's like a one-game slate, I would go mostly at the Broncos players. Yeah, I would too. I think Royce Freeman would be a good pickup. Even Case Keenum, I think he'll be a good pickup as well. Manuel Sanders, I'm definitely going to have a bunch of shares of Manuel Sanders. Yeah. Definitely going to have that. Uh, let's see. Demarius Simons, nah, I'm not really too sure about him yet. Cortland Sutton, I might take maybe one or two, depending on how many lineups I run. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I'm def- I'm taking the Broncos win this game. And we already know you're taking yeah, they, that. They, they- then there's no reason they should not win this game. Oh, there's a reason they they probably won't because of the coach. But let's let's not let's not say that. 
Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> All right, so this is the game I want to get your opinion on. Redskins at the Cardinals. Okay. So who do you think? All right, so put it this way. Redskins now have Alex Smith as a quarterback. Right. They Their running game is being led by Adrian Peterson, who we all know my feelings about Adrian Peterson right now. Yeah. Their receiving core consists of Jameson Crowder, Robert Davis, Josh Doxon, Maurice Harris, Trey Quinn, Paul Richardson, and Cam Sims, along with Vernon Davis as a tight end, who I forgot was even still in the league. I did too. <laughs> but on the Cardinals side, yeah, you got David Johnson. And you got Larry Fitz. And you got Ricky Seals-Jones. Mm-hmm. But that's it. So, Alex Smith is a game manager. Yes. And that's that's what he's been. That, that's, that's how he's made his living ever since he left the 49ers and went to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Based on that and based on the weapons he has around him, uh, I think I think that gives him I think that gives him at least a little bit of upside versus uh my, my John Blank on everything right now. Um Sam Bradford playing for the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, versus Sam Bradford. Because they, now they, they do have David Johnson. Yes. But you also I gotta mean, remember that their old line is one of the worst old lines in the NFL. It is. <laughs> in this game I, I would take I would take Alex Smith in the and the Redskins. See, that's who I was going after as well. Because I think, just like you said, the efficiency-wise of, you know, of old dude. Why am I keep You literally just said his name. I, it just slipped who, my mind. Yeah, Alex Smith. <laughs> I need to drink my coffee before we start doing this stuff, man. God, God, God that's, that's horrible. horrible. But, but yeah, yeah, I don't... I think AP, he's going to get touches. I don't think he's going to be effective as effective as everybody's hoping he's going to be. I think the, mm-hmm. it's going to be the Alex Smith show. He's just going to show why he was a starter for so many years. He's not a flashy guy. He'll get you points. No. If you need a cheap quarterback for whatever reason, I think he's a good pickup. He's just, I don't think anybody's really drafted him. Yeah. I, I think I think AP gets touches just to try to open up uh open up the passing game. Yeah. To try to get something going in the run game to open up the passing game. Because then you also have to people forget Alex Smith has some wheels too. Yeah he does. If he has to he he, he can get out he, he can get out and turn that corner. So we'll see how they how they use that because the unfortunate part about AP is he's not a good pass catching running back. No, he's not. So they're not going to have that option, right? <laughs> so when they bring him out and bring in a different running back, they're going to know to to watch him for for a pass coming out of the backfield. Yeah. Well, speaking about pass catching uh, running backs, you got Cowboys at the Panthers, and personally, I think this is going to be the battle of the two running backs, Ezekiel and Christian McCaffrey. The mm-hmm. Panthers are coming out stating that they want run CMCs for like touches and everything to go up. And there's been rumors that they're going after 30 snaps for this dude, 30 touches for this dude per game. I don't think that's going to happen. Like, you don't want to run this or, guy into the ground. For McCaffrey? Yeah, for McCaffrey. Like, 30 touches per game, dude? That's, no. That's a lot. He He's not the big back like that. I mean, he, he'll, he'll get the touches. He'll get the touches, but... Like, like you said, you don't want to run him down and with with thirty touches a game like yeah. that. That's dude, I don't think he'll, his body. I don't think he'll be able to handle that. Now I think that it's going to put the Cowboys on their toes because you also got Cam who could just take off on them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, mm-hmm. if they do they if they do the RPO on them, that'll be pretty nice. Uh, I don't think CJ Anderson's really going to be a factor on this team. I think he'll probably when they need to give McCaffrey a little break, he'll come in. 
yeah, that's the only way I see him doing really anything on that team. Uh, let's see, wide receiver wise, you got Funches, Bird, Moore, and you got Olsen back. Hopefully, he looked pretty good in that, that preseason game he played in. So, doesn't they? Like... They need they need Olsen back. Yeah, for the for the receiving core, they they need him back. Huh. Speaking of receiving core, I don't know anybody on the Dallas Cowboys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tavon Austin, <laughs> bum. Cole Beasley, whatever. Noah Brown, who cares? Only person that really matters is Michael Gallup. That rookie out of Colorado State. Uh, Alan Hearns, uh, whatever. Terrence Williams, I'll never pick him up. Cedric Wilson, no. Rico Gathers, uh, never. Blake Jarwin. (laughs) Blake Jarwin, the tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. I think he'll be, if you're looking for a tight end, because you don't want to go with the Gronks, everybody else, if you want a cheap tight end, I think Blake Jarwin might be the guy. Just because there's a showdown slate on Sunday for the Cowboys uh, Panthers game. And mm-hmm. where like like Harris was saying that you could put a one player in the 1.5 spot. I think if you put Blake Jarwin in that spot, you can actually load up on I want to say you could get Cam, you can also get Run CMC and Ezekiel Elliott all in the same lineup. Yeah. I was looking at that earlier today. So you if it might be something to look at. He may or may not get the targets, but Dak Prescott likes dumping shit off. So, yeah. And when you don't know how those other receivers are going to do, he's going to want to find the uh, find something that that's comfortable, yep. something that fits. Because I don't know if I don't think Rico Gathers is getting a start. I want to say Blake Jarwin's getting a start. I need to look at the the depth charts to be sure about yeah. that one. But I think Jarwin's getting the start because Rico Gathers hasn't done shit. <laughs> uh, let's see, Bears Packers. Oh, yeah, I'm taking the Panthers in that game, by the way. I'll never take Dallas in my life. Yeah, no. no. Fuck Dallas. Yeah. Until they give it to Jason Garrett. Uh, let's see. Bears-Packers. At first, I thought the Packers was just going to run away with this. And then Gruden happened. Right, and the Bears signed Columbia. The Bears actually have a defense, and they actually got a defensive coordinator who likes destroying people. <laughs> so... I actually like this defense right now, man. I really do. And but it's Aaron Rodgers we're dealing with, which is the sad part. Yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers, and he just he just makes things happen. And he got Jimmy Graham now, which I think is a tight end. I'm a target as well because he's going to get all the red zone targets. Yep. Yep. Uh, see, I think he has Jamal Williams out there because is it Devontae Adams? Is? Not Devontae, but uh, who's the one that's suspended? For Aaron Jones, I don't know anybody was suspended for the, Aaron Jones, yes, yeah, he's suspended. But receiver wise, they got Randall Cobb, and that's it. Yeah, the rest of these guys are a bunch of rookies. I mean, I think that'll help uh, Jimmy Graham play a little bit more of a role as a tight end than he has in in a long time. Yeah, I mean, because when he was when he was with the Seahawks, he was just he was literally just the end zone uh, red 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 zone threat. Yeah. They didn't use him for anything else. And I mean, he he can be used as he as we would see back uh, back when he was with the Saints. He was basically just another wide receiver. Yep. So I think maybe he might be able to get back in that role with Aaron Rodgers uh, in, in in that offense. But I, mean, I guess we'll see on we'll see on Sunday. And on the but I, I would take I would take the Packers. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm gonna take the Packers. I do think I want to see how Trubisky on his second year how he does. I know a lot of guys were high on him coming out. I just I didn't know anything, personally. I didn't know anything about him coming out of North Carolina. I I like Tariq Cohen as a running back. I also like Jordan Howard as a running back, too. I've always been a Jordan Howard truther. They got Allen Robinson 
from the Jaguars this offseason. I I tend to shy away from guys with like injuries, but the main guy yeah. I'm looking at for this game is Trey Burton. The tight okay. end. They pay that guy a lot yeah. of money to come in to play that kind of Gronk, Charles, Travis Kelsey type role, and I think they're okay. going to do it. So hopefully. And then plus that defense too, so. Aaron Rodgers could run for his life. Like, I just got paid all this money. <laughs> I don't want to get hurt again. Uh, you got the Jets at the Lions. And I I personally, and this is my the game that I'm willing to lose, but I'm taking the Jets in this one. And the reason I'm taking the Jets is because I don't think Matt Patricia is a head coach. I think no. he should not be the head coach of the Lions. He should just be a defensive coordinator standing around with a pencil in his ear with that stupid beard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have Matt Stafford. Okay, he's going to throw for a bajillion yards. Whatever. You got on Johnson, who the rookie out of Auburn, who's pretty decent. You got LeGarrette Blount, who hasn't really done nothing yet this offseason. He might show up later. You still got Theo mm-hmm. Riddick. Uh, Amir Abdullah, he just disappeared. Kenny Galladay's out there. You got Marvin Jones Jr., who's the guy I am targeting. Uh, Brandon Powell's out there. Golden Tate's been floating around for years. But besides, I think that Matt Patricia is a horrible game manager, and he's just going to do something stupid that's going to give the Jets a chance to win this game. Yeah, I think it was so easy. I mean, he's more, he's obviously more defensive minded, being a defensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, I think he'll try to get their defense straight, but I don't know how well he is going to be running the offense. I don't know who the offense coordinator is. That goes right. That that goes with what you're saying that there's something stupid that's going to happen that that's going to give give the Jets the upside. And yeah, they yeah the Jets are certain Sam Darnold, but Sam Darnold has that he has that Eli face to where he could throw something stupid and you would never tell that he was it was affected by it. And you got Isaiah Crowell's out there. Yeah, he's concussion prone, but you got the tandem of Isaiah Crowell and Bilal Paul out there. Those two dudes can run it down your throat. And what's the C Rouse looking at? Jermaine Curse is still out there floating around. Terrell Pyre, he should just sit on the bench. It's a bum. Yeah, I don't even know why he's still on the team. I broke my leg. But uh, Chris Herndon and Jordan Leggett, those are the guys I'm looking at tight end wise. They should have some fun. Yeah. So I'm taking the Jets in this one. I'm, I'll, I'll probably, probably lose that, that bet, but I'm, I'm, if, it, if it pays off, it's going to pay out big. Yeah, I think I'll... I think I'm going to be opposite on this one. I think I'm going to go with the... I'm going to go with the Lions. See, the, Lions, the, the Lions is a smart pick. That's a smart pick, smart pick, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just... I have that... It's that weird feeling that I know I'm probably going to lose money on it, but I just have to do it. <laughs> and then, I mean, you could be right. Could it, be right. Well, then you, then you have this bum-ass game that shouldn't be played. I mean, the Rams should just sit everybody. The Rams at the Raiders. If the Rams do not destroy the Raiders and just crush Josh Green, because they're playing, it's the, they're playing in Oakland. It's the Raiders' home season opener. It's John Gruden's welcome back to the NFL regular season. I need the Rams to just make his life miserable. They they better. I there, there, there's nothing about there's nothing about the Raiders that say they're any that say they can they can compete with the Rams. Nothing, no. nothing. 
It's like, yeah, you got a Murray Cooper. Yeah, you got Brandon LaFell. Yeah, you got Jordy Nelson. But Jordy Nelson and Brandon LaFell literally just got cut from teams. Amari right. Cooper literally hasn't done crap. I mean, Derek Carr is coming off a of back surgery. Yep. Marshawn Lynch is, you know, he's consistently Marshawn Lynch. You got Doug Martin, yep. who's old as shit, but they picked him up anyway. I mean, yeah. I don't get what this team is building. I, I don't right. understand it. I don't understand either. There's no, I, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody notable on their defense uh, now that they got rid of Khalil Mack. Yeah. Um, there's, I, I don't know, this this game, I, I don't like saying this, but the, the Rams should be able to, just, this should be a cakewalk. Bro, this the, should be a cakewalk. The Rams have, you talk about defense, Akita Talib, Marcus Peters, Dom Kasu, Aaron nice. Donald. I mean, nice. come <laughs> on. <laughs> Like, you're not going to be able to run it on them. You're not going to be able to pass it on them. What are you going to do? <laughs> just punt. Just punt the ball. Just punt First the ball. Down. And then on top of that, the Raiders got rid of the best punter. Right, Marquette King. <laughs> like, well, like, you get rid of, like, all your best people. Like, what are you doing? Then on top of that, the the Rams are going to run Todd Gurley down your throat. You're going to have yep. Brandon Cooks out there catching bad passes. Cooper Cup's out there just balling out. Robert Woods is out there floating around. I mean, they're probably going to make a guy named Tyler Higby look good. A tight end, a backup tight end for the Los Angeles Rams. Yep. I don't Just the Raiders. I feel bad for Raiders fans this year. It's going to be a long year. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And they're going to be like, why? And it's going to be long 10 years. <laughs> long 10 years, $100 million. Unless that Gruden knows something about this upcoming draft that we don't know and he's willing to tank it already. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to speculate on that. Hashtag West Coast Browns. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, brother. I don't know. But we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Um, if you want to, we're going to try to get this back on track. We've just been busy with work and life and yeah, dumb stuff. Right, uh, man. But, Responsibilities. Uh, yeah, being adults, adulting is hard because we actually have to go to work. Unlike some of these other people who can sit around their studio all day and just support podcasts. But uh, you can catch us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, not really on YouTube because we're been doing the, the audio version of this. But uh, you can catch us on any of the uh, podcast platforms like Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, what's the other one? What was the other one? Uh, dang it. The big one. Uh, Spotify. We're on Spotify. Oh, yeah, that's right. We are on Spotify. Everybody was talking about Joe Budden being on Spotify. I'm like, bro, we've been there. Get on right, we've been there. Come on. Yeah. Rock with us. <laughs> you know, you're over there getting kamikaze. And they're talking about you better right. than Eminem. Like, okay, my guy. Yeah, pump it up. Right. <laughs> so, if you, oh, yeah. also, if you want to get on here with us, uh, just hit us up and we can add you to the chat and easily get you on. Toss the football with us. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. Baseball. Colorado Rockies. They are number one in the NLS. A game and a half up over the Los Angeles Dodgers. And starting tonight, even though you're listening to this later, uh, three-game series against the Dodgers. Uh, playoff baseball is coming up, and hopefully the Rockies are winning the di- winning the division. Because it's uh, be a good month. Stories on your team, right? Yeah, and he hit those three home runs uh, okay. in the last game. So let me put it this way. So I was up, I'm going to say about $5,000 the other day. Well, the okay. guy behind me had fucking story. And I ended up with zero. 
So, <laughs> fuck the Rockies. Fuck anything that deals with the Rockies. I was so hot about that, dude. I was like, really? Really? It's like, I don't know what it is about y'all stadium. Why is it so easy to hit home runs out there? It's it's the altitude, man. It just makes it the, the ball travels travels better through the air, I guess. I don't know. God, it's like anytime that anybody plays in course, we people just target that game. It's just like Yeah. I don't know. It's just a home run bonanza for both sides most of the time. Like I would hate to be a pitcher in that game. <laughs> we love to be a hitter. Love to yeah. be a story and hit three home runs. A five hundred foot a five hundred and five foot blast. Like right. come on, man. Dude, all those all all those home runs were bombs. Yeah. They were just at like like out of the park, like literally out of the park. Dude, it's yeah. just ridiculous. But uh yeah, y'all get to see next time. Yep. Oh, yeah.